are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the very weekly manga review show, part of the Weird Science family of manga podcast, Luke Family, not Network. And I'd Whoa. like to welcome Luke Hollywood first. How you doing there, Luke? What up, Jim? I'm the biggest fan of all. Yes, big... you are. Also, like to welcome the weirdos of the Alcassi crew. Whoop, whoop. Here we go. And we have a bunch of books, including... A new one. I ended up getting caught up in the marriage toxin, and then we didn't really have one. We had an X chapter. Also, you said, oh, keep going. Read that polar opposites. (laughs) Didn't have a chapter of that. So at the last second, so we could have something new. I did catch up on Sakamoto Day, something that we had always enjoyed. So that is pretty cool. Before we jump into that, because we're going to have that as the first book, please go to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back and then go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga, where you can help us out for this show, our Manga Monday show, and get early access to eight episodes of that, and then also get early access to our reading clubs as well. Whoa. We have seven of those at the moment, right? Seven we have, maybe more, maybe Ooh. less. I don't know. <laughs> but we're going to kick creeps. this off, and as I said, I got caught up, so... Forgive me if things squirrel around in my head. That's usually a normal thing anyway. Mm-hmm. And so reading like 24 chapters or whatnot in a row, I'm sitting here before we started. Did this happen in this chapter? What happened here? And we're going to jump into this. So, again, if I get a little flaky, Uh-oh. you know, if it's a little more than normal, maybe. But, wah, wah. yeah, that's it. But what are we starting with, Luke? Well, we kick things off this week with Sakamoto Days, Days 92. Deal or no deal, Chip? Deal. Oh, my goodness, yeah. So you end up having all of Slur attacking the Assassin's School. Mm -hmm. Assassin's School shenanigans. Yes, it is, you know, school shenanigans. And since we ended up talking about it the last, we do end up having school shenanigans, which we love. So I'm glad we got back. But this school shenanigans could turn out deadly. Uh Uh-oh. Where they are there. To exactly what you ended up having Sakamoto and Shin go there, they're trying to find this database, the mm-hmm. database that has all the info of every student that went there, because you end up having X slash Slur slash Hazuki, who is the leader of Slur. He seems to have a secret that he doesn't want anybody to know. Mm. I- I'm expecting like, oh, he wasn't a good student, something oh. lame, but... He wants to erase it. So they're there to erase the database. In the meantime, Sakamoto Shin, they're trying to get the database. And then other things are involved. We end up having some, since we last talked about it, some new characters at the school, like uh, Amani, who is a guy who his dad was a really big guy in the mm-hmm. order. He ends up getting kicked out. He thinks that he ended up killing his mom. But he has kind of, you know, switched sides. He Ooh. He's trying to help out Slur, thinking that. He needs to do that, but the whole play of this is just is that the gra- his grandfather is the janitor at the school, and he's the database. It's just he's the guy Mr. who remembers Smart. everything. He even says at one point, yeah, I just have a decent enough memory. There I pay attention. He's been around a while. So the big play is you end up having Amani doing this almost for the fam, 
Oh. But he might destroy the fam. Oh, because deep. when they show up here, they're going to be going after old Gramps. Now, Uh-oh. if you would, uh, you know, let me have the crystal ball. Ooh. Somehow, I believe that his father is going to show up and maybe save his father, the oh. grandfather, in there. That's just one thing. But you end up having that. In the meantime, the Sakamoto action is that Sakamoto was there as a teacher. He's Undercover. Looking like his wife, but that's worn off. Now he's young Sakamoto. This gets twisting and turning here. But he's fighting against one of my least favorite characters in the whole book, old Mr. Director Guy, Uh-oh. you know, Kanaguri. Who he had his camera destroyed, but he likes that. The, don't stop a good director because he heard that people can do the phones now. Oh, phones I are good for this, technology. and it seems like that's up his ante. They're fighting, while also you have one of the susest guys in this whole thing, Club Jam. Club Jam is Mister Sus. There is nobody more sus than this guy. He Jeez. claps and can end up controlling your mind, making Uh-oh. you do like simple things. They even Zombies. say you're not gonna do. Crazy, but he's turned all the students in the school into zombies going after this database. So you have just swarms of these kids going and you have these fights happening. But really, the whole play here is the grandfather and Shin is with him and Shin has made a deal with him. If they can survive this attack, he'll end up telling him this, you know, inside info on Slur. And everybody has a reason for this database. Everybody's going with it. But it's a lot of action. You know, mm-hmm. Now that we got, I'm telling you, my head's spinning already with all this stuff going on, because there's a lot of characters in this book. Yeah. There's a lot of fun little situations, but they built each chapter up. So it's hard to just jump into here. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. ease our way in. But what, yeah, once you're on board, like there's a lot of to catch up. But once you're on board, it's like a roller coaster nonstop action every week. Yeah. And. All in all, though, one of the least favorite things of this, and I don't feel like this is you know, amusement park or or stuff like that. But we haven't had, you know, some characters like Hazuki, your favorite. We haven't Mm -hmm. really gotten to them because too long. Yeah, they're back at the store, which luckily in this or one of the chapters right before this, you do have Sakamoto say, I got to get back to that store. And he envisions the whole place going to hell because (laughs) of sales and stuff. Even that girl. I forget. I forget her name because it's been so long. Yeah, we haven't had Lou. We haven't had her in a while. Lou's your favorite. Drunken Lou. We've had nothing of her in this whole thing that I Mm -hmm. caught up on. 20-some chapters. We see her in the background at points. So it's really just been Shin, Sakamoto, and newer characters like Akira. We haven't had Kill Baby. That's a problem. But we even have new characters like uh seba who is a tech guy he's mm-hmm. in this and really that leads to the ending because there's just a lot of fights going on and like i said shin and gramps they're kind of together you end up having amani the grandson there with them and even though he sold out everybody he doesn't remember that he's back on the good guys he's team. actually doesn't know what's happening or going on there and then i thought at one point because at one point gramps ends up like he's going to tell his grandson, Amani, something. I thought he was going to say that he killed the mother, Ooh. his daughter. But yeah, that's not the case. But all in all, all this goes down. And at the very end, you end up having, we said Seba, who's in his invisibility cloak, Whoa. talking to Club Jam. And he wants to make a deal with him because we didn't bring it up. But he has his little brother who ends up being the neat freak 
Mafuyo, who I like him enough. We haven't yeah. had that much of him lately because we've been kidnapped. dealing. Yeah, and we've been dealing more with Seba, who I really mm-hmm. do like. I, he's my favorite of the new characters. The and I'm going to consider Akira, the girl, not really that new because we were talking about her before and we yeah, liked her she before. She was part of the crew that came in with him and with the fangirl lady and clean yeah, freak. Yeah, all of them on the plane and yeah, then the plane island shenanigans. Stuff. Yeah, plane shenanigans. So in all this, I do like Seba. And I do like the thing I like about Akira, though, is that she's getting more confidence when we mm. last left her. She was kind of, uh, you know, timid. I don't know why, you know, she has to be an assassin, but it didn't seem like she was made for it. Well, we find out she's pretty made for it. And once she gets over some things, she's pretty special. So when we end this, it is making another. Everybody's making deals. Everybody's making it's Monty Hall in this joint. Whoa. But I do think that by the end. I think that Seba is actually, this isn't really what you're seeing. I think that this is going to be, you know, kind of a ruse to set mm. up and hopefully Triple kill Club Jam. Yeah, get him out of here. Every time he shows up, something sus His is about to His name is Club Jam. He has Sweet Tooth uh, tattooed over each eye, right? Sweet and Tooth. That doesn't make any sense nope. to me. He wears sus clothes and his powers to clap in mind. Nothing makes sense with this guy. His vibes are all over the place. Like Club Jam, I'm thinking like he's like, you know, present Mike or something. He's yeah, gonna you think do there'd a little be like disco or something? But no, he's walking around with the rope harness. I he's don't like know what worst. is happening. Oh, and I, I really hate Koraguri, the movie director, he's a one-trick pony, and boy, it's getting that stale. Getting he's got to go, and I need Sakamoto to just straight-up murder him. I want them all done, but with all of that, what would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was decent. I'm glad you've caught up with the Sakamoto, because it's the kind of book where it's not the, you know, it's not going to be your book of the week every week, but it's always a solid and consistent read. Uh, you're always going to get cool action, even just in this scene, having young Sakamoto versus Kuro, what, director man? Yeah, Kuro Gary. Um, like, that was cool. Seeing him get the beat down because he, <laughs> he's had a coming these last couple of chapters. But uh, yeah, like, it's always a sound real. I'm happy to be keeping up to date with it. Uh, and I'm kind of I'm kind of getting a bit tired of this Assassin's School now. We've been here a while. The thing is with uh, Sakamoto days, it tends to linger a bit too long on the arcs, you know? Like, it kind of outstays its welcome a wee bit. So if we're getting to the bottom of the we're database... We're in the stretch run. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we have the database. We're getting stuff going on here. We're making deals. So uh, I think that we're at the home stretch, as you say. So I'm looking forward to seeing the end of that and getting back to the shop. Because really, that's where the real the real action is. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying that. I'm going to go with a solid 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to go 8 out of 10 as well. Uh, I'm glad that we caught up. and. It's funny, this isn't the greatest chapter to jump back in because all this is the culmination of a ton of stuff, you know, eight chapters or so. But that's kind of what this book is. Like you said, each week may not be the banger, but it's because it's just kind of gradually building itself up and things like that. It it has that different pace and it has that adding on to. So a lot of times individual chapters feel like more of setup. Oh, big time. Like there's probably as you Rick figured out whenever you were reading it, this probably reads real good altogether, you know, like yeah, back to back. Just to tell you that this whole arc deal is is almost 20 chapters long, and that's Whoa, long. That is. For, you know, some that's a couple stuff. of volumes. Yeah, that, that's crazy, because when I jumped in, I'm like, oh, man, we, we got out of the plane and the island very quickly from where we left mm-hmm. off. 
And so, yeah, that was kind of a shocker. But I, I like it. I'm glad that we caught up and that we can go forward with that. And we're going to add some others into the mix as well. Mm-hmm. But we'll move to the next book. And what is that, Luke? Yes, next up we have The Chainsaw Man's Chapter 108, Something Important to Asa. Oh, no. Asa. Yeah, and you said about something lingering. It's not like it's been too many chapters. It's only a couple chapters. Right. But this confrontation between Asa slash Yuru and Yuko slash Justice Devil, it is dragging a bit. And the whole process of it was so that Yuru could draw out Chainsaw Man, which I thought we actually were going to see. I thought that at one point Denji had arrived. Nope, he did not. But they end up and you're going to continue this whole deal of the Justice Devil saying, I'm here to kill the bullies. They bullied you. And if I end up almost in a Death Note type deal here, it has a feel of it where in that you have light doing almost the same thing. My the news. idea, if I end up killing the bullies here and they find out that the Justice Devil is against bullies, bullying will stop in all Japan. Whoa. Also kind of referencing it won't travel worldwide. People don't care anywhere <laughs> else it seems. But he said all no of Japan, that will end up no more bullying. Think of that. People will be better off. Why don't you help me? Let's do this. But Asa does not want that to happen. And remember, Asa ended up saying, I'll face the Justice Devil. Mm-hmm. Well, you have that back and forth with Yoru. I wanted Yoru to say, oh, now, now you're coming to me again. Because Asa says, show me how to make weapons. Tell me how to make weapons. And I don't know that that's something you can do real quick. Right? <laughs> it's, I, I don't know that Asa herself is really doing. I think that Yoru is, nah, I'm kind of in the driver's seat again I'm here a little bit. Says you just touch something and say its name. She touches her outfit, her clothes. I didn't know we were getting sus chapter. I'm telling you, out of nowhere, I like usually, like, let's be honest, Chainsaw Man has had some sus moments. Everybody remembers Barf Mouth. Like, how can you forget? How could you? I'm going to see right now. But uh, I was not expecting sus. Uniform sword to show up. Jeez. It was funny you say that last night, just real quick, because the dub version of the anime came yes. out yesterday. And so when that happened, a lot of people were all fired up. I thought that they were going to get shade. I was waiting for the sub gatekeepers oh, to start yelling, again. Oh, oh, look geez. at you. With the, but everybody was excited. And there were people tweeting stuff. And somebody said, I won't watch that because my boyfriend read it and he said it was all about sex. I'm like, yeah, yeah, in a way that, yeah, Denji kind of thinks about it a lot, but it's it's more of the deal of him not really knowing and say, just, they never got back. I actually told him and and said, give it a shot. I think you'd like it. But I never thought we'd get sus at this point in this. Now, not the the susest moment. I mean, you, you compare this to even just the cover. Of Ayakashi Triangle oh, later. this is small potatoes. A- A- nothing's being Ayakashi. That's just so king. This oh, is geez. crude compared to that. But <laughs> she makes a, a cool sword out of this. Looks straight like out of like a Final Fantasy. Indeed. Even. Got the little bow tie and everything. Super strong uniform sword. And oh. she's going to try to use this to slice and dice the Justice Devil. But the big play of this is like where does Yuko end and the Justice Devil begin? Because... Mm. There was not really a deal. This was just, I'll become you. I'll I'll become the justice. Fine. Like, I guess the play is like, Yuko, 
just wants justice. So, hey, mm-hmm. we're kind of into the same thing. I really don't need a deal. But the problem will be is what do you do? What do you end up where if you kill the justice devil, does that kill Yuko? And then we'll see as that goes. But what the justice devil wants to be is like, man, that chainsaw man's getting all the hype. Yeah. I want to be getting the hype. What's I want to be a symbol of justice. Where's the justice devil out of me at? Now, why are all these have symbols of stuff? I'm the symbol of peace. I'm the symbol of justice. Symbol There's Luke of over justice. here, symbol of sus. Symbol of PlayStation sweaters. Oh, my symbol goodness. Symbol of sleeping. Oh, yes. You end up where you have this little discussion. We've had these, but it ends up being, I'm going to kill these people. I'm going to kill these bullies. That's what's going to happen. And... You know, and they say the shining heart of justice is what Whoa. Yuko got. And that at that point, I do believe Asa just figures, eh, the heck with it. I guess no this is going to stop. So she goes at it and goes to hit, but it looks like the justice devil just swipes it off with her, I don't know, octopus arms. Like slaps it away. Boom, slaps it away. And like, you blew it. You didn't do it. It was pointless. You end Goofed up, it. oh, you're too weak to do it. And then boom, 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 boom. And all of a sudden, this justice devil is sliced like I, I've seen less slicing at a sushi restaurant. I mean, oh this thing goodness. is like all there. You could just put it there. You dip it into the wasabi. You have that. And really, you what, you, what you do at, at the sushi place is you get your soy sauce and then put the wasabi in the soy sauce. <laughs> you don't, that, that's a little tip there. Uh, so with that, and then you eat the ginger between. Me oh and Logan goodness. didn't realize. Logan was putting ginger on the sushi. We look like fools we did. Whoopsies. So it's all destroyed. And you even have the, you know, the head still talking trash, but it, it's, it looks like dead and just blood everywhere. That's where I thought maybe Denji had shown up, but it's not the case. Yeah, because even the way it's all sliced up, that could have been the chainsaw. You wouldn't know. And it was just delayed, but boy, that hallway. Will never be the same. Oh, it doesn't matter how many times you scrub that clean. Oh, jeez. God's all over the place. You end up where Yoru is talking to Ace and says, basically, you know, that outfit you had must have really been pretty important to you. Mm-hmm. That it ended up making it more of a, a powerful sword. And she says, oh, yeah, that was my dead mom's uniform. I'm like, I hope you're not saying that she wore it. She <laughs> said, my mom bought it for me uh, before she died. So it was big but it was too much asa really didn't want to do that and then mm. as we often do remember old clucky who's dead sees that dead body like i did it again oh no i done did it again and as that's there you see you go as the just as bleeding out dying i mean in 80 she's falling to pieces really Listen. what happened and she says don't die and then out of nowhere and me and you were discussing it like who is this but Rando girl shows up. She showed up. She didn't get the evacuation message. No, Jeez. and she's got the swirly eyes. We Uh-oh. know that that's crazy. And so, ends up saying, "Hey, you want her back? I'll do that. Anything for my little sister." Mm-hmm. And you even said, "There's a funny play here." Is are you talking to Asa? Are you talking to Yuru? Are you talking about the Justice Devil or are you talking about Yuko? I mean, there's a lot of different things. A lot of possibilities. It's very ambiguous with that. Because even then, she looks up your little sister. But in a play, you see what's kind of going on here in my mind. The layers of it is the mention of the dead mother. And really knowing, again, 
really putting in the deal. Ace is by herself. She doesn't mm-hmm. have anybody. So even the possibility of this girl who looks like she's not quite, you know, human or whatnot, mm-hmm. this might actually be family to her, might mm-hmm. be able to be fooled. But she says, yeah, I'll do whatever. I'll, I'll do it. As you have legit devil hunters coming to the school now. They've converged on the school. Word has gotten out. So we end then with, hey, anybody know where this devil attack is? But boom, the justice <laughs> devil comes out. Now it is full out kaiju. Oh, this yeah. thing is like 80 feet tall now. Monster. So we'll have to see. Though you only see the head. But yeah, I think there's some troubles. I Problems. <laughs> Deals don't go well in this book. No. It's really what we have to don't point out. Don't be dealing like, with no devils. That's you are the... playing the devil's hand literally Uh-oh. in this, and that's something you don't want to play. Yeah, the devil's head and octopus arms. If I was them devil hunters, I would turn around and be like, you know what, boys? Clock it out. I didn't get no phone call about no devils. I don't know what's going on. But what would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was decent. We were saying that we were kind of dragging our feet a little bit here with this whole battle between the Justice Devil and Yoru and Asa, and Asa with the War Devil sus abilities, making swords out of uniforms and all sorts of business. But it is pretty nice to get the ball rolling and have this new player coming in, uh, the sister from another mister and we don't know what he's doing or what she's doing and who she's involved with. So there's a lot of, like, Players being added to the game here, not necessarily Chainsaw Man, not necessarily Denji, that keeps on getting expanded. Uh, we kind of want to just get back to Denji, but there's enough interest and stuff going on here that I'm intrigued and I'm looking forward to seeing more. So I'm going to go with an 8.2 out of 10. Okay, I think I'm I'm a little low, lower oh. than you. I'm not tons, but like a 7.8. Okay. I still liked it, but it just it didn't feel like we got enough. 16 pages is very quick. Yeah, and when we, when we record, we're like, oh, we, we're not going to have much to say about that because really not much happens. There's a big mystery at the end of, okay, what really did happen? Let's mm-hmm. see that. So I'm interested. And I like the book. So obviously this is nothing like, oh, I'm dropping it or anything. But no. I just I kind of want to get on to something different. And I'm starting to think that I, I like Asa and Yoru, you know, that kind of yuka, but they're still not very likable. No. And I, I, you might want to start expanding things and, and putting a little. We said it last chapter. We need a little Denji in it. And I thought the problem this was, was the we way. have this attachment to Denji already. But if you remember back in chapter one, we were hooked on Denji from the get go. We were already attached to him. I haven't been attached as much to Asa uh, as not. I was to Denji. So, no. and and I mean the whole play of her wanting to kill Denji. Is interesting, but Uh-oh. I think you need a little more mix in with Denji and see how that goes. So, yeah, seven, eight for me. But what is next, Lou? Well, to wrap up this section, we do have the Dan to Dan's chapter 79. Just who the heck is this person? Oh, oh my geez. goodness gracious. So, yeah, you end up with this continuation of the slit mouth lady yeah, going times. around, right? And she's going to attack. And if you remember last chapter, she ended up trying to suss out old Momo Mind by pretending games. that she was Okaron and saying the sexy talk. So <laughs> with all of that, Momo is exhausted. Uh-oh. Uh, you know that Vimola, she is not because she slept like a baby. She slept didn't like bother a because I don't think she understands what's going on. She no. doesn't speak. You know, Japanese or English, whatever as far you're as going she's with concerned, this should this could just be normal. You know, this is just a normal crazy night. You know, nothing strange happening. Uh, Granny's like, I told you, she's an I told you so here. I told you Uh-oh. wouldn't sleep. 
But in all of that going on, you do end up having Momo just exhausted. She's getting ready. Oh, my God. I have to get to school. I'm going to go. And by the way, hey, Turbo Granny, what is this ball? And she grabs the ball that charges up Momola's suit, her kanji or what is it? Not kanji. The kaiju suit that she's in, almost like the Godzilla suit. And before, they thought it might have been Okoran's ball, but hey, we don't think. But so, she wants to solidify. And if anybody's going to know that ball, it's going to be Turbo Granny. She uh-huh. calls the nonsense. So she goes over and says, hey, Granny, what is this? And it's almost like a, what the F did you just say? Like she <laughs> looks at this off? thing and says, what is that? Oh, you know, it's just this thing Vimola goes in the kaiju suit. You know, it's like, get that thing out of my face and Whoa. she's mad says it's not the ball it's more in line of somebody's karma Uh-oh. and if you think about that that might really be so su- i mean you have somebody's karma that really screws them and yeah. so i think that granny even granny who's you know not on the up and up all the time sits there and says this is nonsense she doesn't want to see it ever again but then you just a lot of this book and a lot of the things so far end up and i keep mentioning and we finally do get at the end of this there is an alien invasion coming well but when you have a mola who may actually at this point just be getting this area ready for it she might not be that good oh but every time you think that maybe there's something weird because again that ball is somebody's karma it's human karma you take somebody's karma away and they're kind of screwed yeah. When you look at her, though, she always looks so sweet and innocent. Innocent, and naive. She kind of goes, oh, she can't do anything. But look at her. Even Momo, who doesn't really like her as much, seems to be kind of fooled by you it. Know, if it her. is sus, maybe it's not. We'll have to see. But even that buying her a backpack, trying to win her over. That is a cool backpack, too. Oh, yeah, it is. Look at that thing. And she likes it. And you're going to end up where... It's funny that she'll repeat certain phrases like, that'll do. Like, I could just imagine her saying that. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, it'll be cool and we can talk, uh, you know, properly and whatnot. And as they're going on, Okoron comes running up. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Good morning, Miss Ayasi. And you end up having Momo having to run distraction there because Vimola wants to get at Okoron, this whole deal. Like, trying mm-hmm. to get to him. Yeah, Takakura trying to get him. No, no, stay back. You know, it's almost like you end up having Okarati's like, you know, Robert Plant or something. You know what Earth I'm saying? Space. It's like the Beatles. And uh, yeah, they're just talking and saying. And and you'll have Momo just uh, verify. You come and visit me last night? No. Why would I? She hit some. Why didn't you? You didn't say anything outside. <laughs> I told you I wasn't there. She's like, oh, this sucks. And then almost like physically beats the crap out of them. <laughs> as Momo is trying to pull her back now like a ref. And yeah, all of that where. You know, she's yelling, and I love where you have all this going down, and then Momo yells at Mola, and I gave you that backpack, you better thank me for it, and you end up, that'll do, because it's just funny, but you head into class then, and we have Gossip Girls, full bore, where Momo just falls asleep, she falls asleep on her desk, she's exhausted, they're taking videos of her. Next thing you know, they're in Tokyo Underworld. I'm telling Uh-oh. you right now, these girls, Tokyo Underworld, Black one-way mail. ticket. Oh, But no. yeah, and she's even talking, well, you said you love me. Like all that. What'd she say? They're trying to get all that. So it's kind of fun. And then we go off to Okoron's class where they had been trying to teach Vimola every, and she's the, the belle of the ball. Again. Oh, Everybody's just getting, cla- class has shut down 
in this class. Like, nobody's doing anything but nope. helping Vimola. And so when you had that little play with the backpack, it looks like Okaram wants to teach Vimola how to thank people. But not just to say it. Not just that'll do. The idea of when you would thank somebody and mm-hmm. also how to say it and whatnot. And you have that. So in that, you get the, is he a hidden gem? I, I don't know. He's kind of growing on, on People on probably me. hate Kinta. He's funny, though. <laughs> he adds a lot to the book. He is a very good foil for the character. He is, because everybody is too good of friends now. Yeah. You need that jerk who's there. Somebody sauce. He, he kind of has a heart of gold. He's Deep been, he, you, you realize that he just wants to be accepted. He ends up being very upset because even in that, he shows up later and you end up having Ara say, what the hell are you doing here? You're not part. I'm part of the guy. Like, he gets so upset. Of course I'm part of the crew. He is almost the not so likable Gigi. When Gigi showed up, he seemed to be, you know, oh, my God, he's going to steal mom. But then we just fell in love with him. You see, once, yeah, he's yet to, like, fully solidify himself in the crew. You know, once Gigi was first around, like, he didn't really fit in. But eventually, he fit in like a glove. Remember when Gigi, the first, I mean, first chat, he goes to school and we were like, oh, this guy. <laughs> he showed up and he's doing <laughs> and all his play moves. Him, and they start to play him off like a rival. But little did we know that he was a gem in disguise. And so in this, though, Kinta, very exaggerated movements. Really? Reminds me a bit of Gigi. I mean, all this going on. But I think that he's always nervous, which then leads him to tell very inappropriate jokes, which comes up because everybody ends up heading out to this, you know, private area out back to school. They're going to talk. I don't know what Gigi's doing. <laughs> he looks like he's doing the chicken dance. And then so because of that, you have Okaron and Vimola doing the cabbage patch. I have no idea what. And there's Classic. Kinta. And he's like, yeah, this would be kind of cool. And what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be. And he's like, uh, what do you mean? Like, you're, you're just meanie. I'm a member of this group, too, aren't I? And then you end up mm-hmm. where Momo goes, I guess. But no more obscene jokes. And he just looks down at his underpants <laughs> and gets a roundhouse kick by both of them. And it's funny, though. I mean, that's how you kind of get into this. But here is the big play of the chapter and also something that I thought was a misplay Uh because you end up having Gigi say, I called you out here because I wanted to show you this. He starts gathering up his chi and then boom. Well, I didn't get the overall oomph of this because it didn't really play out great. In no. the whole yeah, kind of hard to see what's happening. He's kind of pushing wind and pushing these trees back, but you, you see don't the leaves know go back or whatever. Bit. You see them, but it does take a second mm. to see. And they're so impressed by it. I'm like, what just happened? Are they being nice? I thought that actually <laughs> nothing happened. They're like, all right, Gigi, oh, that's whatever. Pretty cool, yeah, Gigi. but they're like, oh my god, how'd you do that? And it was Granny said she, you know, Miss Seiko showed me it, but I worked real hard to do it. They are jumping around for joy. And mm-hmm. I mean, look at that one point, because it is that idea where Gigi says, I'm doing this because if the evil eye is that I got to get stronger, I got to get stronger. So maybe I can take it down and, and be myself again. And they're all cheering. Now, when you finish that scene, there's Vimola. She's looking. Mm-hmm. She looks sad. And I think she's sad because she has sold out planet Earth. I think there's big problems. And she didn't realize how much she was going to fall in love Uh-oh. with this group. And there's going to and how you get away from if I'm right is that she just ends up helping them, which you would have. And then 
I'm telling you, if it gets to the point where they're like this attack, oh my God, what are these? Are these ghosts? And all of a sudden, the mole steps up. Actually, they're aliens. I brought like full out knows the language completely Crazy. and has been fooling them. I'll be so upset, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see because Crystal all that, all that's happening. And yeah, they're going to walk home and Momo has to go off to her job at the maid cafe <laughs> to make that money's. And Cheek. they end up where I wouldn't trust Momoa with Okaron, but says, you you mind your manners there. Mm. And you too, Okaron, you don't let her do the flirtings. And then you do have Momoa say thank you. And that was nice. Thank you much. And really like big smile and everything going on. So all that's going down. There's Gigi again. He just shows up. He also, I didn't realize how really tall. Gigi was he is so much taller than them Whoa. at the one point he's there he must be like seven foot tall this guy oh, um, but he's going there and he's walking with Ara and he says oh she's Momo's going off to this maid cafe and you go this twist and turn with Ara like let's go and make fun of her all right no maybe because finds out Okaron like maybe I'll you I know apply there. all that goes on like it seems like they're gonna go off to do this and another play is she works till nine she wants to get off early so she can get home by 10 or else the slip mouth woman all that stuff going and then we get what looks like the alien attack finally and these things look weird crazy I mean, at one point they look like almost like a japanese version of like those russian nesting doll that, yeah that big thing uh, that there's like a Predator looking dude showing up. Uh, Look at that thing at the end. Dude. It looks like it's got like a pole vault. I don't know. Oh. And they're right there. Like, uh oh, what's that? And then you end up seeing Okaron, right? Where's Vamola? Uh oh. Where is she? She's not there on the so page. Yeah. And so you end up in the She better be suiting up. That, uh, these look more like insect aliens than yeah. what you had with Gigi and Ara. So we'll see how that is, what it is. And if we end up seeing what looks like a Godzilla, we'll realize that that kaiju suit might have been more of an exoskeleton Problems. or something uh, nonsense. So we'll have to see how that is. Pretty cool, though. Yeah. Pretty much a banger of what Jeez. we usually get. And it, it's, again, it's a transition chapter into mm-hmm. what we've been waiting for this big thing coming up here so we'll see how it goes i think we're gonna end up finding out Bamola was sus all along but i oh. don't think she'll remain sus i think that she really has kind of liked all of them and, and all that's going gem. down yeah so we'll see she might be who knows but mm-hmm. what would you give it yeah i liked it um it's interesting it seems like we're finally going to get, like, well, split up a little because we have, like, Gigi and then Okaroon after their own things. But it's been a while since we've had, like, the full squad together to fight one of these. I suppose I, the last time was during the big kaiju battle. And that was when everybody was involved. But it feels like because we've kind of been separated and doing our own thing with the slip mount woman, it's been a while since we've seen them all acting together. And I think that's when the book really shines, when they're all together in the group. Uh, so I don't know if that's what's going to happen here. If we're going to have all the aliens fighting each other and then there's going to be shenanigans. But um, yeah, I'd be interested to see if they all group up because I think that's when the book really shines. As for this chapter, it was just kind of set up. Uh, some nice stuff with Vimola, of course. And like you said, I thought the GG bit was a bit clunky. It is nice to see him kind of stepping up a bit himself, not having just the, uh, you know, crazy spirit inside him but uh yeah i would be interested to see if they all group up together now that's what i really want to see so i want to go 7.8 out of 10 yeah i'm gonna go 8 out of 10 on this one kind of flip flop on the last one a bit 
Oh. But yeah, I, I still like it. And I like yeah. anything with Gigi doing that nonsense. And I, again, I like the characters in this. So even a, a chapter like this, that is a setup to see what this big thing is. Still fun. Uh, still fun. And yeah. still has that thing. And I think that this chapter felt way more important than just, hey, we're sleeping and I can't sleep because of, you know, slit mouth lady out there yelling sweet nothings. Oh, you know what I mean? So like That was nothings. fun enough. But I thought that this was, you know, all right, we're kind of still acknowledging that. But let's move on and get, let's the, get to the big thing. So we'll see. It should be big next chapter. But speaking of big, I'm not talking about the size of that sweater of yours. Or am I? Bang, that bang. is shade. Uh, we're going off to the Luke's bangers, and, and we'll see how much shade gets thrown there. I ended up catching Plenty. up on things, you jerk. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about on well, your bangers? Slim pickings for the bangers this week, Jim. Uh, as you know, we have stuff on break and other stuff that's not around. So I'm just talking about my hero, Academia, and then briefly mentioning the Marriage Toxin, which, as you said, already had a bonus chapter, but it did have a nice color page, so I gave it a shout-out. All right, you gave it a shout-out. So we'll go to that, and then we'll be back with three more books in the second half of the podcast. What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast, the Weird Science Manga and Anime Family of podcasts dear listener and let me tell you if you're listening to this you just passed the test you are part of the family welcome to the fam please pass the peach cobbler bada bing i hear it's thanksgiving soon we don't have that in ireland so i'm not (laughs) i'm not too sure the specifics but there we go here we have it another week another bangers and let me tell you it is slim pickings for bangers this week unfortunately they can't be big bangers every week we learned this week because this week there ain't a lot going around in the big bangers world oh boy we have a lot of books on break we do have some big books returning such as the hunter hunter the hunter exits hunters uh, which is exciting but uh, unfortunately i am not up to date on that book so i will not be discussing the latest chapter because i I would not be knowing what's going on in it, uh, unfortunately. This is must be how Jim feels uh, every day. Oh, boy. And let me tell you, the books that we do have, bangers. Oh, jeez. We'll have to see about that. But here we go. We might as well give it the good old college try and see what happens. First things first, we have returning from its week break. We have the My Hero Academia chapter 370 history. Oh boy, we're going to get into some history in this chapter, everybody. We are moving on. From Sky High Academy, the Flying Fortress, where Shiggy 2.0 was being battled. And it seems like we've been battling him for a while. So it's nice to move on and get a change of scenery here. But, uh, oh, it's a clunky change of scenery indeed. Because as you remember, last time, we did have the fifth member of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles showed up. Big, bulky spinner, buffed up and out of his mind. He's shown up and he is here on the scene at Central Hospital which happens to be the place where one Kirogiri, a.k.a. Cloudy Evil Villain Man, a.k.a. Shirakumo, a.k.a. used to be buddies with Present Mike and Eraserhead. That's a lot to take in. He's got he's got a history. There's the title right there. Bada big. But uh, yeah, he is here, five-star police in prison, in the hospital, and after All for One found that out, he sent his best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle for the job. He sent Gecko Man Spinner all bulked up, ready to go, and he sent some of his 
army, the League of Villains. They're, they have a different name now. I, it's a fancy name. I forget it. They sent him and they sent some uh, of his cronies. And the main part of this army, surprisingly, is ordinary citizens who sympathize with their cause. That's the quote. We're talking Joe Soaps and Joanne Soaps and Jane Soaps here that have all uh, united under Spinner, under the Big Turtle, under the cause, and they are all fighting against the heroes. And, and what are they fighting against? Well, this is where it gets a little deep, ladies and gentlemen. They are fighting against society itself. We live in a society, they say, and this society is a society that is prejudiced and discriminatory against people who don't be looking like normal humans. They be having quirks that alter their appearance visually so they they don't look like a, just an average human and and that makes them in this world that makes them they have been looked down upon and they have been mistreated and abused because of how they look which isn't very good at all that's not nice it's it's pretty sus i would say but uh, it is also news to me here's where we get into the problem that i have with uh, with this chapter because the concept is interesting but it feels like we have reached the boiling point of a pot that we didn't even know was cooking if you know what I mean. If you'll take a food wars analogy, ladies and gentlemen, where's Gordon Ramsay when you need him? Because we've all along, as far as I can tell, since chapter one, we've had dudes in this manga that been looking like all sorts of things. We've had dudes looking like cats. We've had dudes looking like dogs. We've had dudes looking like trees. We've had dudes looking like rocks. The Thing has showed up. The Thing is in Class 1A. We've had the Rocky dude in Class 1A. So they've been part of this manga, part of this world from the get-go, really. And it has been, you know, plain sailing. It has been every day that's normal. It is what it is, and let's just roll with the punches. There has been nothing brought up about discrimination or or people looking different. None of that business. It's been all plain sailing. So to kind of flip the script here very abruptly and say no actually uh, society has been mistreating these people bit of a shock to the system if i'm being honest you know because it's it's something that we haven't really seen much of and now we kind of just have to get on board this train that we didn't even know was leaving the station choo choo everybody choo choo on the discrimination train oh no i don't want to hop on this oh can i get my ticket for another one please jeez so yeah it's a it's a lot to swallow we do see like they are very angry they're beating up the the remaining heroes and police that are left and this is where we'll mention as well these are police and heroes that also happen to be you know not looking like normal humans they have the the quirks that alter their visual appearance i'm trying to say this in a way that doesn't sound sus but <laughs> listen i'm a dummy and i usually i like to make the jokes but this is serious business you know so i, I you kind of have to watch where you step here i suppose but uh, yeah they are taking it out on them they just are not happy with the situation situation they are angry with society and they're going to fight back and they're going to show them what's what we do get an explanation i suppose it is a thin explanation now it is a rocky explanation apparently it's been different in the cities in the cities they've had people with quirk counseling and they've had proper education so that you know discrimination isn't a thing 
uh, when you get brought up in the city you learn that everybody is the proper education and you are used to the diverse society and that's just a-okay that's plain sailing but apparently them country folk them people outside the big cities they don't have it so lucky and the world is still backwards for the country folk and and they have people saying you give me the creeps and in the country they be like that and and it's terrible and let me just say as a country folk myself as a country people who don't be living in the big city i just want to say not all country people oh boy is that still a thing i don't know oh jeez. so yeah uh, it's serious business everybody oh my goodness i feel like we need to be discussing this on dr phil rather than on my segment oh no i'm no smart person or nothing but yeah it's it's big problems it's serious connotations being discussed here uh and it is a bit clunky because this is interesting stuff yeah but it is stuff that like i say i didn't even see this coming and now we just kind of have to hop on board this train very abruptly it would be different if we saw kind of this simmering in the background over the chapters over the course of 300 chapters you know if we saw some discontent brewing if we saw some funny looks going but as far as i can tell and i've read the whole thing but i haven't seen much of that i I suppose maybe a little a little bit with spinner very briefly but uh yeah not a lot now so it's it's a bit odd and speaking about spinner that is the funniest thing about all of this that is the one part where we can have a chuckle because yes it is serious business and all these people these marginalized people are uniting against the the heroes and society that look down upon them and they are uniting under spinner you know spinner is going to fight the good fight spinner is going to lead the cause spinner is going to lead them on a path of justice and meanwhile spinner is on another planet right now spinner does not know what anybody is saying spinner does not know what is happening spinner is whacked out spinner is popped up with something all for one gave him something funky and now he is drooling this teenage mutant ninja turtle had too many pizza if you know what i'm saying oh boy he is high as a kite right now oh no and he doesn't know what's going on which uh, which is you know good it's kindred spirits i can relate to spinner here because i also am confused by this entire situation but spinner knows all he has to do is the mission take back kiragiri and he's gonna do that so he's gonna he's gonna get down to business he's gonna fight the heroes we do have heroes such as anima here that is the 1a kid who controls the animals he's getting blasted he doesn't really last very long we also have heroes like present mike which will be interesting with kiragiri uh, and rock lock as well nice to see him again but once again joe soap and jane soap are able to handle these pro heroes they just get swarmed by these angry people so they are having a hard time of it and it looks like spinner is able to get the job done until out of nowhere we get an octo blow and who shows up to save the day only tentacle himself shoji the other dude in 1a who happens to have a non-human appearance quirk what are the chances that the two kids that happen to not look like normal kids happen to be going up against this crew of people that are you know angry about stuff like that that's quite convenient oh geez but octoblow tentacle shows up whoa and the people aren't happy but you know what neither is tentacle he ain't happy either because he's saying yeah yeah we might live in a society but why the heck are you going attacking a hospital you joe soap chain soap people oh geez he says that the heroes they wanted to make sure everybody in the hospital was safe and now you're going and attacking the heroes and and that's not very good is it no it isn't do you have a plan here because
because he's not gonna let this happen. He won't let this stand. And we do see he gets up and he flings stuff around and he somehow manages to lose his mask. And then we see, uh oh, out of nowhere, the most underwhelming face reveal of 2022 is upon us. It is Shoji here, looking like he just has a normal mouth, just uh, big teeth. And I suppose, you know, that's what we expected. Just big teeth under that mask after 300 chapters. Great. So, yeah, not, uh, not the most exciting face reveal. But uh, hey, it's cool to see him anyway. And there you have it. That is the end of the chapter. Oh boy, that was a kettle of fish indeed. Oh no. Mm. Uh, how do we go about this? I-, I will say it's interesting. You know, the concept is interesting. It just feels very finagled, very forced. Feels like we were in first gear and we're jumping to fourth gear to get to this whole discontent with society and people that don't look like normal people being angry. Because we've had them for so long. Like I said, it, it just feels very abrupt to be jumping to this kind of boiling point that like i said we didn't even know was boiling it's pretty crazy it also feels like we are trying to tie a lot of plot threads together here it feels like maybe this is a a plan that was had at some stage we're gonna have this kind of tipping point hit uh, but where we have to force it in with kiragiri because that's been something that's been uh, bubbling in the background for a while now and we have to force it in with president mike and all that jazz and then we're gonna have to squeeze it in now with backstory for spinner and backstory for tentacle it's a lot of spinning plates here because we do see they have flashbacks at some stage we do see flashback to young shoji and flashback to spinner so there's a lot of spinning plates here that kind of all have to be handled in this one section which is what's concerning me that's why perhaps you have to force it to get to that stage where you're at that boiling point where you're at that we live in a society which is very abrupt but i will say you know if it leads to a decent story i don't mind if it's a bit of a a rocky road to get there you know what i mean yeah it might be a bit clunky for setup very clunky for setup but if if it leads to some nice story moments i can i can turn the other cheek you know what i mean but as of now when we're still getting to that level it is a little clunky indeed you kind of a tough pill to swallow so really we just have to roll with the punches and see what happens but yeah not the smoothest chapter we've ever had Uh, i'll tell you that much and uh, as somebody who likes to make the jokes it was a bit of a rocky road but i think we got there oh boy i'm gonna go uh, with a with a flat seven uh, a seven with room for improvement and i hope we kind of straighten up the ship a little if you know what i mean there's some potential here for nice character moments with spinner and tentacle and of course kiro giri and present mike that's stuff that's been boiling a long time uh so i'll have to see where it goes but right now uh it's a bit of a shaky ground to start on oh boy so yeah there's my hero academia and i suppose that's it for the big baggers this week oh jeez i was going to discuss marriage toxin chapter uh well there is no chapter this week it's only a bonus chapter uh it has a nice halloween color page i suppose and eight out of ten but a big eight out of ten for the marriage toxin color page very nice spooky halloween i do enjoy that uh, and there you have it quite strange big banger section but like i said they can't all be big bangers and uh and those are the breaks i suppose but there you have it that's our section all we gotta do now is hand it back to jim and me uh, in the future because i'm recording this early or in the past i don't know how this works exactly but perhaps we will discuss some bigger bangers than the ones that we found here 
oh no, oh jeez, it is what it is, and now it's back to the main show. Boom. All right, and we're back to the real section of oh. the podcast where <laughs> all of the hotness happens. Ooh. This is where the hottest reviews happen. Boom. Not in your banger nonsense. Oh. I don't care what you just said. Gee. Here we are, and what are we starting with? Well, we kick off round two with a Kani Banashi story. 35, what is the story oh, of Balamori? goodness, I know what oh. the story is. What is the color page? Oh, it's my. It's crispy color page for opening act. Yeah, and we end up where everybody looks pissed off, except oh. the Connie, and that kind of plays out well. I don't know. Pissed off, chubby, looks a little goofy. He looks like James Corden, and he just got one of them omelets with the egg oh, whites <laughs> in with the yolks, you know. Stupid so restaurant. Like that. And they are, I mean, you could play that, that there's the restaurant. He's there. He just got done his stupid karaoke. Here we go. We go into this here, and it's a weird chapter. You end up having where we set up last chapter where Akani is going to be the opening act to, as I like to call him, Jerkmaster, who is Rian. He is in this, but only at the end. They don't even name him again, which I thought actually was a little misplay. I like when you have somebody like that and don't remember their name. Have them say it a couple times or whatnot. Not that that guy's real important, but we do even have, you know, headphones guy. Uh, this guy coming and he seems to be sure. another one of these master guys but he's like he's the laid back one he shows Pretty up cool. he says what's going on and it's it's a weird play he almost shows up to narrate here he almost shows up to give us the information that the opening act you don't even pay for that you don't even care and so yeah that is something we kind of already knew it's right. really to set up that the real there's no stakes here Akani goes out. I mean, unless she ends up like killing a person in the audience, you're really not expected to do much. But in this book, we know how good Akani is, and we know that she can read a room, and she ends up even saying to herself, Yeah, these people aren't interested, and you're really going to play it out. There's people, this guy's reading the paper, that guy's on his phone. They're just there to have their seat for the masters that are coming up. So what she ends up doing seems to be something that really doesn't matter. She's going to tell a tale. Oh, the tale. Mm. And it's a mm. tale. It's a Sango Jingo story. Indeed. You know, with the Jingo Jango. And you end up <laughs> where it's about a male geisha. It's a thing on wordplay. That's the it's funny bit very, of it. Yeah, it's all very clever wordplay shenanigans. Uh, I'll tell you, if I'm in the audience, me and you were there. I'd be mm-hmm. like, let's get to the Django here from the Django because, Jingo, Django. yeah, it is this whole deal, but it takes a long time to even get to the wordplay and yeah. seem to take a lot, a lot of, of explanation setup. and setup. Mm-hmm. Now, that's rock ago. That's, you know, why it's the hottest Part here. Of the gig. But it also might be, I'm just as an aside. I'm raising my hand and saying, yeah, this is why kids nowadays don't like the rock and go. You got to pay attention <laughs> too much. Old Luke had to read this three times. Do you think the TikTokers are going to know what's going on? They've already skipped to the channels. Yeah, too. really. This is going to be over the time limit. You're oh, not gonna do it. This can't be a YouTube short. It's a YouTube long <laughs> because oh, no. it does take a while to get yes. there. But we do the classic where we go and see. It developed. It goes into like the art style and all that. Heavy inked art style that I do like. I always like that. But you're doing this. And at one point, I think most people like, why? Like, we don't know what is going to happen and why this is a big play. This is supposed to be a Connie sticking it 
and I mean full out sticking it to Jerkmaster Rien. But I thought it was going to be, like I said, Van Halen opening up for Deep Purple and blowing him off the stage. You can't Whoa. follow that. Oh, people's music. <laughs> but it, it doesn't seem to be. And it's set up right away to not be that because people aren't paying attention. Now, she does get attention and people are laughing. She really mm-hmm. wins over this crowd. But it doesn't really matter. What ends up happening by the end, and in a chapter that it's going to take us a, a quick time to go through, but kind of drug in the middle, the I idea know. that this wordplay, she throws it back. And it, it's well-timed because Jerkmaster's backstage, oh, what's going on? Oh, that's a girl. And he does not like her getting any compliment. No you way. have the one guy say, oh, man, she's doing real good, Master. She's pretty funny. She's pretty good for, you know, just starting out. Well, guess what? She gave me twice brewed tea, which we know what? is a lie. We know it's a complete and utter lie. Now, she didn't change no tea leaves. With that, you don't really know this guy too much. When I first saw him, I didn't quite recognize because he's so young looking as well. It, it kind of yeah. threw me. But this idea, oh, and that ends up throwing shade at her school. Oh, I get it. You know, that's good. They're good at making the rock go, but they don't know what it takes to be backstage. And also the, the Tate Zenza, you know him, that piece of crap. Like it's all Jeez. this. We got that last issue. We already Big know G. that he hates everybody. We know yeah. he's the rookie killer and we know that he has it out for certain people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's the, Arakawa school, just to point that out. He's like, oh, she's an Arakawa through and through. They're good with the Rakugo, but they're not good at the other things. They don't teach him crap. And so oh, no. in that, right at that point, you end up where Akani, and it's it's set up nicely that you're reminded the T and whatever. So she's gonna then do these little word plays about, hey, you gave me twice brew tea. No, I didn't. You're a jerk, and and pretty much making fun. Of a master. She puts that story into her story and she basically throws mega shade. Yeah, yeah. And I love and even calls him pretty much toxic, which is kind of funny oh, and, 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 you know, pretty, you know, current. And the mm-hmm. deal, she's, you know, she's going to cancel him. I'm, I'm surprised there be. wasn't a can. And he's sweating it up. Like he's upset, but he doesn't seem angry at this point. He seems very nervous and just kind of sad. Like I don't think that. He's used to people giving it back to him. So this could be the, hey, I like your moxie. We love that. You know what I mean? Like he's going to say, I want to talk to her. And then he might say, hey, listen, I'm sorry I gave you some crap. You're pretty good. You want to open for me later? Because remember, we had some people asking others to open. We may get that or he may completely flip it. I think, yeah. The look on his face at the end. He looks sad. No, but in in that final splash, he looks like he's gritting his teeth. Yeah, I don't don't know. know. He's got... He looks pretty sus. He does have little sparkles around. (laughs) (laughs) Shoujo. He's like, is she talking about me? And she's like directly in our face and his. Yeah, that splash is great. Yeah, and so... With all that, it does that doesn't it doesn't seem that this was a complete plan. This is what mm. she was going to do. So, you know, the others are like, Ooh, this is what I was worried she'd go over the top. Oh, oh. my, uh, this might be bad. And we'll see. And then even then though, you have her like, oh cutesy, like, hee hee, I, I got him. But we'll <laughs> see. We'll see how it goes. Very quick though. It's nice enough. Yeah, I wanted Jerkmaster to get his, but it took a long road to get there, right? 
Yeah. So what would you give it? Yeah, this is one of those ones where it's easier to read than to, like, explain. And even so, it's a bit tricky to read when you're a dummy, Jim. I had to read this about three times. I'm not going to lie. You are a it dummy. I, I will tell you. And, and this book is always going to be a problem. Gee, what the heck is going on? Uh, because of the rock ago, we're not going to sit here on a podcast and go through the rock ago. And that's a big part of this. Of so the it, even, And I want to say as a disclaimer. If you are listening and you're like, boy, that book doesn't sound great or whatnot, it is. It's really oh, good. It's, it's one really of the best good. Books in the magazine. Yeah, it is. It's really, really good in the Jump magazine. In the, in the weekly show to But Jump. we really, really do like it. So don't yes. take the explanation of it's very hard to explain no. this sort of thing over. Sometimes you, you just know, have to be there. You yeah, know? yeah, really. And we can all be there, right? But Ooh. what would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was decent. Like I said, hard to describe, but fun to read, uh, even if you're a dummy. I'm going to go. 8.5 out of 10. I'm going to go 8.3. I'm a little okay. lower than you. I liked it. I love at the end where she can stick it to him, though. I think she's getting a little too big on her britches here. Uh-oh. That's what she tends to do, though. You know, she always kind of goes above and beyond. Yeah, because you know? nobody calls her out most of Uh-oh. the time. I mean, she gets called out a little bit, but she can always rely on being real good at the rock ago. And mm-hmm. I think that what he's going to say, if you go and have him be somewhat nice, his thing, and I don't think this is guy, this isn't a guy who's going to apologize straight up. He'll have his, Oh, it was my plan. I was trying to help. And I think that his deal would be the, see, you got the fire in you. Yeah. I gave you the spunk, but also it's not just the rock ago, which she already was learning. There's other things involved. You have to pay your dues different ways. And he'll he'll pretend that that was it. Oh, I just give people crap because, you know, they have to focus on that and whatnot. But he really was a jerk. So she Big stuck time. it to him. So I didn't mind that. And yeah, just took a while to get there. And you had to read it three times. So it took even longer. But as you suggested, you're a dummy. But Uh-oh. what is next, Luke? Well, we go from story time, Jim, to sus time with A. Akashi Triangle, chapter 109, with a sus color paint. It's a little bit breezy, Jim. Oh, chilly. Look at that, and if I could turn back time, I said, because it looks <laughs> like Cher. I, I want the oh, air no. to just jump up onto a giant aircraft carrier and start dancing it up. Let ninja work begin. It's uh, so, all right. I, and let something else begin, no, too. No, maybe you should let some real pants begin. Yeah, let the wardrobe change Really, begin. I don't know what's going on in that thing. But this continues the stuff with Shiragani and Kanade, which I guess we're stuck with that. It's fine. Yeah. But you don't need it every chapter. Shiragani is one of my favorite things of this book, and he kind of disappears at points. So maybe this was yeah. set so that you could bring him in full out. Because really, when he's not talking to Kanade here and doing his little nonsense, he just runs around and yells that you're, you know, sus, and oh my god, he's yeah, blushing, he's yelling, he's, yeah, but you still have the same shtick here, but it mm. kind of ups it, they're kind of like these bumbling idiots together that try to get <laughs> things done and whatnot, but you end up all this where the play with Kanade is saying, listen, we gotta get Dark May, Suzu, and me together, because then that does make you Back to normal. Everybody yeah, has something hole. that needs to be fixed, pretty much, except Suzu. Except she might need her libido fixed. That thing's Uh-oh. on. Nothing fixing that. No, really. She's-, she's great in this. But so you end up, okay, what should we do? And Kanade, they kind of come up with this idea and how they're going to do it. And so they, they end up 
trying to convince Matsuri that we have this love potion. Lippy, back at it again. So Lippy's there and made a love potion. And hey, you end up, it's a dust, sprinkle it on somebody. The play here is to speed up the process. Let's end up making Dark May fall in love with Matsuri. Then they end up getting together and boom, they're going to end up. Then he's a boy. You end up Shirgani's regular Kanadis, you know, combined with the three. All this stuff going down. I'm telling you, I'm looking at Lippy, who definitely talks like Mae West. <laughs> and Matsuri says no. And we've had this before. We've actually had this kind of craziness of, hey, we can solve this here. No, no, I want to do it myself. No cheating. Why then do you throw the potion to the wind? You don't need to throw it out. Just go, go to a wastebasket. Throw it there. Put it What's somewhere. What's the worst Put it in that your can pocket. happen? Yeah, you throw Jeez. it out the window. There's going to be somebody underneath. There's Uh-oh. And, and it's, it's dark, May. There you go. They, they throw it there. And they even have it where Kanade seems to want to suggest that it was Winjitsu from Matsuri. <laughs> like, oh, you did that. No, it's secret just, plan. It just went and got on her. Now, the big thing here, though, is. Dark May does not know what is going on. She ends up getting, and it would play out like this. Like, when you end up all of a sudden sees Matsuri, oh, my God, look at that. Why am I thinking this? Oh, it must be because I hate her. And that's what it keeps going back and forth. Like, oh, man, look at how great she, oh, it must be because I hate her. She's sparkling. I hate her. But it just keeps drawing her there. And to get this to work, you got to get Gramps out of the house. Because what's (laughs) going to happen is just nonsense here. Where Uh-oh. Dark May is going to go and pretty much almost, you know, <laughs> try to just attack Sons Matsuri. I mean, yeah. in the bathroom. So you have Rochka and Gramps. They head off to the karaoke. Unfortunately, karaoke. by the end, he's going to break a hip. He's trying Uh-oh. too hard on the karaoke. He breaks a hip. It's Six nonsense. Star. Oh, my. Yeah, really. It's like dance, dance, you know, break a hip illusion. You oh, end no. up where Dark May shows up. And then really falls from Matsuri is doing, you know, his his deal and says, hey, I'm done with my workout. Now I'm going to go into the bath. And then Dark May just like, screw it. I'm going to take a bath with him. That'll get him. It's almost like I'm going to get that jerk by, you know, rubbing him down and taking a bath. Yeah, pretty much strips. In the middle of the hallway. Yeah, Matsuri freaks out. Then she gets all embarrassed. Oh, why are you looking at me? They're all looking at, oh, my God. Oopsie, oopsie. And then they're just like, I know how I can solve it. You know what usually solves things when you, you're at a wet t-shirt contest? More wet t-shirts. I mean, she ends up every time. throws the water over, which just makes things sexier. They're <laughs> all there talking. And then the best thing ever happens. <laughs> Suzu walks in. She sees this. She says, mind telling me what's going on? Uh-oh. Matsuri freaks out. Dark May like looks around like, ooh, what's going on? And Susan, she doesn't wait. She says, if that's what you're doing, I'm also going in. And she strips naked. She just lets go. It's on. It's on, girls. And jumps in as then Kanade comes and slaps them silly to stop them. You're shameless. You end up having Shiragani there. Oh, my God. This is the worst. And then you have the wah, wah, wah of the love potion not working. (laughs) No, it was working. You just don't want it to be shameless. Oopsies. And that's a problem. And here's the, the big play here, though. Suzu would not normally do this. And this is why this can't continue. Mm-hmm. Kanade being there with Shiragani 
it's not get Suzu's free and clear to be sus city every step of the way. They mentioned it again without Kanade there to be the innocence. Suzu is over the top. So she walks in. It's like, huh, what's going on? Huh, man? She doesn't even want to hear it. She's stripping. She's in. And yeah, that it's got to stop. It really Mm. does. Also, there is a huge misplay. It wouldn't make sense, but maybe you can have Rita Suzu's brother had to oh. return something he needed to show up at this you just point want more Rita in if every he week. shows up and the three of them are there he, it will, he'll oh, blow no. his stack he won't shameless. know what's going on but that is shameless and then as that deal at the end we go and see Rochka and Gramps doing the karaoke and he broke a hip I like the whole deal <laughs> there look at that and I like that I forgot his name was Jed Rochka <laughs> Jed as he breaks and it says but this seems to be the start of something. Yeah, it's going to be the start of Gramps laid up. Looks Uh-oh. like he broke the hip like the old Hospital people do. Trip. The old people, they sneeze and break a hip. I mean, it happens all the time. Uh, but what would you give him? Yeah, uh, I thought it was funny at the end. But uh, as you were saying, this kind of uh, the focus we've been having on the Shiragani and Kanadi, that's what's really odd. Because usually this book, it's like it freshens it up. It's a new thing every week. You know, like it's variety, it's the spice of life. So we've been focusing on this nearly too long now at this stage. Uh, I, I want to kind of move on. We haven't seen Nino Koru in a while, you know, and he's a gem. Uh, yeah. And his sister, gem too. You know, like there's a lot of the good thing about this book and what keeps it fresh, even when it's the same sus thing every week, uh, is there's always a variety in the characters. So to be just dealing with the same kind of shameless stick, which is, you know, that's the whole thing that we've been going on with uh, Shirogani this whole time. But to have the focus on it now, back to back, it's really getting old at this stage. The the, the bit with Suzu being extra uh, sus, you know, that's always fun. But uh, and that was funny, and uh, like even the idea of the love potion. I'm almost positive we've had something like this before. Yeah, it seems I like said it almost feels like a sus version of like a witch watch that we've had a things mega like sus that. Yeah, witch watch. Yeah, uh, it definitely like it feels like stuff that we've already covered. Uh, but obviously, whenever Susuzu is involved, it's going to be crazy shenanigans indeed. But yeah, I kind of hope we get the ball rolling. We said that last time. We said that the time before. We seem to be still stuck here. And uh, it is really you know dragging its feet at this stage. So I hope we kind of move on. Lickety split. I'm going to go with a 7.2 out of 10. Yeah, I think I'm going 7. It's one of my favorite books. But yeah. here's the, the deal. We love Shiragani. Mm-hmm. And when he comes in, it's almost like, Oh man, it's 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 always felt like yeah, you, you timed it right. We haven't had the shameless for ten chapters, and he comes right. when you have it every chapter, three in a it row or whatnot. It does get old. I'm just glad we don't have that Garaku painting this nonsense. He's so my least favorite guy Aww. of all of this. But I don't know. I I think that this whole deal and yeah, like you said, we're we're focusing on this as if when we had that first part. Kanade, Shirogani, that felt like it was one of those in-between things. Like, usually we'll have something big, and then we'll have a fun little chapter, to, and then we'll right. move on. Now I'm starting to think, wait a second, we didn't. This is actually what we were moving on to, and it doesn't feel as big. It doesn't feel as fun. It feels like it's getting stale. The jokes mm-hmm. are getting stale. And then with that, you had two in a row where I think it was two in a row where you have these weird Rochka cliffhanger deal so the last yeah. panel is always her like hey what's going on hey jed and stuff but 
I'd rather just have her. At, at, you need yeah, to do I'm something. I'm almost more. at the stage. I want to just see the karaoke instead. You yeah, know? really. That might have been more fun. So, yeah, I, I, I was a little down on it. But mm. that Suzu part made me laugh so much. She's <laughs> just like, whatever. I don't need to hear any explanation. I'm in. That made me giggle. But what is our last book of the uh, night? To wrap things up, we go from sus to wholesome. Yeah. With Ghostbuster Osamu's Chapter 8. I don't know if there's any title yet. It's just chapter eight of Ghostbusters. That day, men will turn into beasts, I suppose. Big event since the beginning of this manga, question mark, exclamation. I, I don't know what they're Crazy. saying in this. With that all going down here is it is wholesome. It is chapter eight. We're still waiting to really get a sense of the direction. <laughs> you know, I know. I don't think this book has a direction. I'm kind of saying that. If people were listening, like, what do you mean? There is a direction. She ends up finding these goats. But I don't mean that. I mean, like, mm. what is the big, big mission? What is yeah. the twist? What's we going on? We don't have a game plan. And yet. instead, this is turned into, which I don't mind, but it's turned into something like a Roboco, maybe even a Tis Torture. Not that extreme, but it just ends up, okay, it, hijinks of, of the week. And, yeah. and it's fine. We we don't mind that, and it's wholesome. And this one, again, we already had a chapter where it was, hey, don't gatekeep. Everybody has their own pace, and not everybody's, you know, read comics most of their lives. You don't have to throw that into, you know, a guy's face or anything. Uh -oh. So we had that, which was nice. And this ends up being, and this is why I feel like it's the Roboco side of things. It's right. almost like a, a celebration of liking manga and a oh, celebration absolutely. of reading every week because this chapter pretty much just gets a Samu who's so excited when the weekly jump comes out that Banger. somehow in this world you can read it at 12.01 a.m. and not have to wait for, like us till, you know, the midday uh, uh -oh. pretty much where I am, but and even a little later for you. But uh, with mm -hmm. all that going on, that's kind of what it is. And then I thought it's funny because at the end, it's more of the good vibes that go. Or I thought, man, a lot of people died because they like this I manga. Yeah. I was really you know? upset at the end that these people ended up dying. So good. They I, I'm, died. I'm I thought that it was like, OK, those five, they had a heart attack. This guy, he hasn't eaten in three weeks because he oh, just no. loves the, like something really, really bad. But then it almost feels like it's just the good feelings i'm like Good that's vibes. not what this has been about this has so, been about you know exercising ghosts here yeah which is even like what little kind of game plan we had has even kind of dropped out <laughs> to just yeah. oh it's just good vibes so okay me and you like this book but i don't see it lasting that no <laughs> it is a lot of nonsense we enjoy it a lot but like i even as we go on with every chapter i'm like <laughs> We're falling apart the seams here. I, oh, I actually was thinking, I'm reading this this week. I'm like, mm, right. When we end up having, because we're adding a couple more books, these other books are a little <laughs> more hard-hitting than this. Uh -oh. This one may not make every week, but it doesn't seem like that would matter. You no. even said, just as an aside, we were trying Ooh. to figure out what we were going to do. And if I didn't catch up on Sakamoto, whatnot. We might have added Roboco this week because you can always jump right in. Yeah, it's easy to hop on. They may introduce some new things or whatnot, but most of the time it is recurring characters that you would know from before. And, and it's just easy to jump in because of mm -hmm. the this is getting towards that. I mean, in this, you have the shipping master. You know, you have a Samus master show up to really do nothing at all. Yeah. 
And she seems to just be a permanent part of the book now. Yeah, and I don't mind that, but when she shows up, I thought it would be a big thing. We have the rival that's not in this one, but if she was, that would be a big thing. But it's not. Mm -hmm. These characters kind of come in, say a couple lines. Does I revoco. And yeah, so by the end, pretty much what has happened is giant lights are going. (laughs) How do you explain this? There's a glow going over Japan. Because Whoa. everybody loves the weekly jump. They're all fired up. Yeah, so they are fired up, and you end up having the master, the shipmaster, I like to call it, telling to uh, Kaika, hey, that's what it is. And and then they look, and it's like, oh, my God, we better go tell Asamu, uh-oh, she's doing it, too. And that's basically the deal. Their spirit energy is so crazy because it was a really emotional weekly show to jump. And then you end up having Kaika say, maybe we should just go and ban the weekly jump. Well, that would cause problems. We couldn't possibly do that. I mean, where would you get your MPB? You know me. And then you you have this. It's just the people who couldn't wait for it to come out and are so excited. They cause the spiritual energy. And the way to combat it is to just get Asamu and shoot her right at the giant conglomeration of this. Positive energy, which then ends up with a fist bump, a handshake, and a hug, and all everything blows up. All is right in the world. I'm like, all right, you might want to figure out something better because then it just happens again. If you want to know why and how it doesn't really matter, it's at the end. It's like, oh no, it's happening again. And really, this is in a weird deal. They thanked the author of the episode, <laughs> so weird, of a fake manga. I, I mean, there's so many different things that. That go on that make me laugh. Like we hated manga teacher and when Witch Watch because it was just boring and overdone. Like that's not this. This is actually fun and quick. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not selling it to anybody because (laughs) I'm trying to come up with something to talk about. There's really not much to talk about. At the end, it looks like a bunch of sperm head up to heaven, and that's right. After venting their feelings on Asamo. The living spirits are satisfied for now. Living spirits. What? Like, you, you're are changing it. I really think that half of Japan is now dead. And it's because of the weekly <laughs> it was jump. That good. Yeah, oh, it's so good. That it, it basically is Eric on the DC show. Once you get a 10 out of 10, what's left? And Jumped I think they, they off themselves. Mission accomplished. Because it was such a, a good deal of the MPB. And then it's like, Fire. hey, what happens next? And Again, this seems like something that could pop up now and again. If like it, it reminds me of what happens when we have a skip week in Roboco. You end up having, oh no, it's a skip week. We better watch out. Oh my God. You know, that whole deal. And it's just quick, but hey, this turns out that it happens frequently. And boom, it's done. <laughs> All right. If, if if I don't know. I don't even know yeah. what to rate this. It's so oh. nothing, but I didn't mind it. Oh. It, it's there. I, I just don't think we're going to be talking about it much more <laughs> on the show. I, I just realized it sounds silly to even talk about it, but what would you give it? The art's good, though. Yeah, listen, like, look, it's it's one of those books where it's kind of like, yeah, like you said, it's kind of like Time for Torture Princess. It's one of those books where it's turning into the kind of book that you read, you enjoy, and that's and then that. You move it, on. It's not going to stick with you very long, but it's not going to have, like, big emotional moments. It's just a like, kind of wholesome, fun read. Kind of like that Roboco energy where it's like a love letter to the manga. This is That's just what it is. Like the whole pretense of ghost busting. 
has just gone out the window. It's just like, oh, we're going to have happy bank experience. It's out the window. This yeah. is troubles. Luke. It didn't last very long, no. you know? So, I mean, yeah. Maybe we'll get to something big now. I, I don't know. We, I don't even, yeah, but I don't even know how you steer the ship back up. We've gotten so off course here. We were wondering know? when we did the first chapter, we were wondering if it had legs then and what are you going <laughs> to do with this? I mean, how much more can you do? And I think at seven chapters and to get to the eight, and what else are you going to do? What, what yeah. are you going to have a you know comic book convention next? So that everything is you really set up a very limited scope. You have mm. a girl who can do the ghost busting to the nerds. That's it. Great. That seems great because you're pretty much saying it's Ghostbusters, but for the nerds, oh, they'll Nerdy they'll eat it up. But you uh, runs out of steam yeah. real quick. Uh, we apparently it just takes you're making up it, stuff now. Huh? Yeah, it takes eight chapters, and that's enough. And even like when we hit because we we are on biweekly schedule with that now, and I thought, okay, maybe that might kind of mm. uh, like free it up a little. Uh, you know, you have a little bit of time in between. Yeah, really, life. this is every two. Like this is what you came up with. <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> oh, it's problems. Look, it's like you could have. I mean, if you're gonna play this out, eventually. MPB will go on hiatus or get Uh-oh. canceled. Yeah. That'll be something. Maybe you go on a quest to stop that. Or Crazy. you end up having somehow Asamu ends up being hired to write. The, I don't know. Crazy. Or like she gets teleported into the MPB world. That's not good. Or yeah, get that. But this isn't ghostbusting. <laughs> I don't know. It should have just been, you know, manga fan Asamu. Just, yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. What would your score be? Yeah, it's turned into a guilty pleasure for me. I'm, I'm not expecting many people to be reading it, but I, I enjoy it for what it is. I, I enjoy it. <laughs> 7.8 out of 10. Oh, my goodness. I'm a 7, and I, that's a Luke Hollywood 7. Oh. I just want you to know, that's one of those, like, I like it, but I know Nobody people aren't. That's a suck attack seven. Like, people are going to read this and say, what the heck are you guys talking about? But it's our kind of book. The funny thing is, like, Roboco, people just don't like that book. Yeah, but we I like don't know it. Why. It makes me laugh. But that, you have a, a bigger cast of characters. They're all gems when they shouldn't be. That's what drives that book. It's the love. This one's weird. We're just getting started. But Tis Torture, I will tell you. That I've oh. actually gone and done two of the recipes in that book and actually Good. made them. And the first one, putting Good milk horse. in the ramen, that's like, it changed my life. I mean, Works I'll always give that book to the props. <laughs> I'm probably now going to have it for dinner. I, I love it. I, real spicy ramen. I have the shin ramen that's so spicy. But instead of like, oh, I'm only going to put half, you go full up and then put the milk or cream in it. I actually use coconut milk, by the way, and it's awesome. It's so good. I also made crepes this week. Gem of the week, milk rabbit. Yeah, really. And uh, but that's kind of what that has. But again, that's also the love. And oh, it's torture, but they're just friends, and you know that sort of deal. That's the fun of it. That's right. lasted a long time, but this one, I don't know. That, you see, that one lasts, but like it, it still feels fresh. This one is right out of steam in eight chapters. Yeah. And I'll tell you, in that whole 150, 60 chapters or whatever that Tiz tortures up to, you end up playing the game of, you know, oh, I'm going to confess. Oh, the king has a mole on his left butt cheek. Like, that's the fun of it, to keep coming up with these stupid things at the end and mm-hmm. whatnot. This doesn't really have a focus. 
that can keep going and you're already changing into trouble. Six out of ten, I say no. Oh, to kiss my great six now. Oh, I just, no. I still like it. We'll still read it. And if we don't <laughs> talk about it on the show, we'll probably just laugh at each other <laughs> before we record. Like, oh, did you oh. see that? Maybe it'll start getting a little more, but I, I don't know. U19. But maybe it has more legs because I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll let you see. <laughs> you get a little more of a, a chance on the, the Jump Plus and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it might have some. I don't I'm telling you, it's bad. But what is your gem? It's not bad. It's just nothing's no. going on. What is your yeah. gem of the week? My gem of the week, I think I've got to go with one Vimola of the band of dance. I Thank think that you she very is not much. a gem. I think that she is a signal. I'm going to go with gem for, for now before uh, she proves herself I think she otherwise. signaled in an alien invasion. Um, she hasn't been sus yet. Um... <laughs> Can I give Jerkmaster, you think that Rien, do you think I get, I'm not going to give I don't think he's a I'm looking at the deal. I think that my whole play, I really, no, you know what? I'm going to give it to uh, Gigi. He ends up having that new power. He's so excited and did the chicken dance. And he was excited. I was actually going to give it to Suzu. (laughs) I thought it was going to be Suzu. (laughs) Okay, screw it. I'm giving it to Suzu. She's very (laughs) accepting of them taking a bath, and she's going to join in. So that is my gem. Oh, it made me laugh. The pacing of it, of her not even waiting for an answer, and just like, screw it, I'm in. Start stripping. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, So with that, or maybe... That's the weird thing. Asa was a bit of a gem. A bit. I don't feel like she's a gem. You still don't have that connection. No, so I can't go there. So, uh, yeah, Suzu. I'm going full out, Suzu. But with all of that said and done, we're done, Luke. Took us a little longer again, but we're getting there. Uh, Please, everybody, go to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back and then head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga. Help us out for all the things that we end up doing this show, our Manga Monday show, all of our reading club seven uh, for now. Whoa. Seven. Uh-oh. Uh, and <laughs> early access to all that stuff there over there. All the show or all the links are in the show notes. Everything is in there. I'm getting tired suddenly. Sleepy. Oh my. So with all of that, thanks everybody. Thanks, Luke. And We'll be back, and I'll just say, back next week with a couple other books, because hopefully Marriage Toxin will be kicking and all that other stuff, and even some other surprises. (laughs) Maybe something that rhymes with ooh-ox, maybe. I don't know, but maybe we'll see. We'll see what is going on then, but thanks, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.